0: Prayer is an amazing thing to think about and talk about. Um, But the, the, the topic I want to talk about today is actually, I suppose you could give it a title, Bless You. All right? Bless You. And I want to talk about that idea of blessing. What is a blessing? I want to talk about that in the context of prayer. Some of us were brought up knowing prayers. Being a Roman, good Roman Catholic boy, I knew lots of prayers. Some of them were in Latin. Pater Noster chiesin Celi. I can't, re- can't remember the rest now. There we go. Um, but that prayer in particular was how Jesus taught us to pray, wasn't it? Jesus had a prayer that he wanted to, to, us to all know. I want to start off our time with a word of prayer, our time in the Word, with a word of prayer. So let's pray, and then we'll pray the Lord's Prayer together. Father, I do want to thank you for the opportunity to share this morning. And Lord, uh, we want to come and bring all our thanks to you for being such a wonderful God. And Lord, we know that sometimes when we pray, we, we fumble, and we don't really know what to say. And we're grateful, Lord, that you gave us a model for prayer. And we don't use it lots in the context of the church here, but we're still very grateful for it, and we know we use it other times. So let's pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. So some of us, no matter how old we or young we are, will benefit from a little bit more understanding about prayer. And there's lots of prayer in the Bible, lots of prayer that we can think about, and we're going to be looking at a particular prayer today. So I want you to go to, in your Bibles, to 1 Chronicles 4. 1 Chronicles 4. Yeah, this is this is actually when you get there you'll you'll even like it even more. When you get there, what's gonna happen is some of you are gonna say, Oh, that must be the wrong reference, Tim. It surely must be two chronicles four. Or one Kings four. Not this, surely not this. This is this is one of those passages which makes people give up on Bible reading. I'm being honest. <laughs> Because it's, it's a list of names. Do you, do, when you're doing your Bible readings, do you like doing the lists of names? Who here likes doing the lists of names? They're there for a reason, obviously. The reason that they're there is because the people of Israel and their father were in relationship. And he is passionate about individuals. And we're not so great at times about being interested in detail of individuals. As churches, we can be, yes, we can have our programs and things are going on, but we can be not great at individuals. And God is passionately interested in each one of you. I was going to bring, and I forgot, I was going to bring the church directory with me, because that's a list of names too. And, and God is passionately interested in each one of you. and think I could read out the list, couldn't I? But in that list, we have, right in the middle of it, go to verse 9 of 1 Chronicles chapter 4, and we come across a bloke, a guy, a man. And what's his name? Jabez. Yeah, Jabez. This guy called Jabez. And he was described as being honored more than his brothers. See, it is interesting because suddenly in the middle of a great big long list, and i tell you what happens. They start the list, they do the list, they get to Jabez, they do the bit about Jabez, and then they just carry on with the list. Without a pause. But there's this bit in the middle, right in the middle of the lists, where it says, and Jabez was more honored than his brothers. And that tells you a little bit more about him. In fact, the bit it uh, tells us isn't actually very helpful for Jabez because Jabez had a bit of a hard time. If I look around this room, there are, most people in here have got names which are okay. We haven't got any Arbuthnots here, have we? Or um, Chelseas? We haven't got a Chelsea here, or Brooklyn difficult names you, you you have a hard time in the playground sometimes with names don't you um, people can make a bit of a, a mockery of your name Jabez would have had that problem in the playground big time because his name meant pain so you can you can I mean I'm sure you can do a lot of things with that name can't you good morning pain in the the um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, where's your pain today you know, all sorts of really cruel things but that was his name and we don't really know why well, it does say it's because his mother bore him in pain but we don't know really what, whether it was childbirth or, or whatever, it doesn't really matter so there we are, Jabez the guy with a funny name Why do some parents do these things, huh? I don't know. There we go. Anyway, back to the point. It was this Jabez's prayer that I wanted to look at today. All right, so we're going to look at a prayer. Yeah, so stick with me. Verse 10. Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my border and that your hand might be with me and that you would keep me from hurt and harm. And God, granted what he asked. Now, to be honest, I'm only going to be able to look at the very, very first bit today. I'm literally going to be looking at the very first bit. But it may be, if we get time, we've had a bit of a couple of conversations about the possibility of doing something with this as part of the summer program. So we might look, we might, at part of this in the summer um, as a kind of devotional thing together. Um, we'll see how we go. But one opening, it is to a prayer. Oh, that you would bless me. Now, it isn't going to be, oh, that you would bless me, is it? You look at those words and you know immediately that it's going to be, oh, that you would bless me. Oh, that you would bless me. Why put the O oh there? Unless it was meant in that kind of way. Oh, that you would bless me, Lord. Oh, Some versions it goes, oh, that you would bless me indeed. Has anybody got things like that? Yes? Yeah, you've got that? Anything else in that first phrase? Yeah. Yes. So that's the, oh, that you would bless me bit that we're looking at, particularly today. What is a blessing? It's a bit of a funny word, isn't it? It's not actually used by us very much in common, all kind of, speech, except in the way I did right at the beginning. The only thing I could think of is... Yep. Oh, that's true, yes. It was meant, God bless you, yes. Yes, it comes from hearing people sneeze, and then they, people would say, God bless you, because that sneeze might be a precursor to a more serious illness. So, yeah, it's a bless, bless you. This is a heartfelt passionate cry to God. It's not very specific though, is it? There are some folk in the church who really like us to be very specific about our prayers, and I'm with them on that. This doesn't seem a very specific prayer. Oh God, would you bless me? It's not like, Lord, could you help me get this job? It's not, oh God, please heal me. It's not, Will you help us find the money to go on holiday? It's not a prayer like that. It's, oh, that you would bless me. And we have to remember that because of this prayer, Jabez gets singled out. He's not singled out for anything. Well, he's more honorable than his brothers, perhaps, but it's his prayer that gets in there. So there must be something about that prayer that God's saying, you know what, I'd like people to know about that prayer. That's a good prayer. Oh, that you would bless me. But what does it mean, this blessing, this idea of blessing? It's probably very important at this point to stress that the fact that God is endorsing this prayer, which is about blessing, doesn't mean that I'm saying that God's not interested in specific prayers. I think that's important just to stress. Okay, God is interested in specific prayer. What is it that Jabez is asking God for? God, please guess, get bless me. Now, I was thinking, too, of, you know, if I had a box here which had God's blessing written on it, what would be in the box, guys? What would be in the box that's marked God's blessing? You know, is it going to be a stethoscope or a, a funny statue of the queen? No. Is it going to be the money for a new car? Maybe. Is it going to be the healing? Maybe. But what's what's it speak about in the word about blessing? Because it gets mentioned so very much. What is a blessing? What's in the the box marked the blessings of God? It must be good, because the word bless gets mentioned quite a lot. If you think about, there's a number of passages, one I'll Pick on particularly, the Lord spoke to Moses, number six. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, thus you shall bless the Israelites. You shall say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. The Lord bless you. So where can I find out what God's blessings are? What's in the box? If they're in, if they're from God, they must be pretty good. So, yep. Turn in a passage in the New Testament for me. Can you go to Ephesians chapter one, please? Ephesians one. Perhaps this won't surprise you. You start looking at Ephesians chapter one, and you'll see, yeah, it's about blessing. Okay, I'll go from verse three. Praise be to the God and Father to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. And he made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times will have reached their fulfillment, to bring all things in heaven and on earth together under one head, even Christ. Amazing stuff. There's no way I'm going to be able just to read this and you get it. This is going to have to be a revelation, and I'm praying, Lord, just speak. Because if we go to this passage and we say, what are the blessings of God? What are... God's blessings. What's in the blessings box? Then let's just go through. We can. I'll, I'll just pick out a few from there. First one, in verse 4. You are chosen. Okay? It's not an accident. You're chosen. And considered holy and blameless. Verse 5. You're adopted. Now this is important, this this adoption thing, isn't it? You have to understand that you've been included and as part of being chosen, but there's a great bit there which is really important. You know, he didn't have to do it. He didn't have to, all right? He wasn't bound by anything at all, except he loved you. He looked at you, and he said, I love you, and I want you. It gave him pleasure. It says, according to his pleasure. In his love, he adopted. It gives him pleasure to include you. Sometimes we might think, no, no, no. But yes, it always gives him pleasure to include you. Yeah? You're included. Verse 6. He's given us grace freely and lavishly. Verse 7. Wow. Verse 7 is just kind of... just You're redeemed. You were... Like somebody who'd been taken hostage by, if you like, the world. And Jesus came along and he said, I've got the money, I've got the ransom, I'm having that one. Here it is. How did he do it? With his life. He didn't use money, he used his life. He said, What will, what will it take? What will it take to. To to release Anne or Brian? What will it take to release Vladimir? What will it take? And the answer is your life. Okay. He gave his life to free you. Free. Gave his life. Verse 9, he reveals his will and purpose to us because that pleases him too. We get to know what God's ideas are. He speaks to us. He reveals things to us. He shares things with us. In other verses, it talks about we have the mind of Christ. We can go to him and he will speak to us. And in verse thirteen, we are included, yeah, in all he intends to do, and given the Holy Spirit as a guarantee of that. When I was at school, there would be a football match, and yeah, I was one of the ones that was always left at the end. You know, they do that thing. Well, I have him, and I'll have him, and I'll have him, and I'll have him, and at the end, there was me. Ah, oh. and and there there would even be things like, "Oh, do we have to have him?" Yes. <laughs> I don't blame him at all because I was not no asset, <laughs> no asset to a football team. But I'm grateful for the fact that God doesn't do that. You know, he, he he's he's got me on his team. I'm in Team GB. I'm in Team God. God's best. <laughs> I'm included. So are you. Each one of you is in the in the team. Included in all he intends to do. You're part of the pro. You know the part of it all. What's going on? You're part of it. You've got a part to play. Just on in the next chapter of that amazing, uh, famous verse, where isn't it, which God created you in Christ Jesus to do. Things that he prepared in advance for you to do, yes? I've not quoted that right, but you know the verse I mean. Things which God prepared in advance for you to do. He's got a plan. You're part of the team. That is what is in the box. Okay? That's what blessings are. That is what Jabez prayed for. And to be honest, if that's what's in the box, I'm with Jabez. Oh, that you would bless me, O Lord. You might be saying, but they don't pay the gas bill or heal my back pain. But these are, as Paul says, spiritual blessings. The blessings of the kingdom of God. But this is the important bit. Remember what Jesus said. Seek first the kingdom of God And all these other things will be added. It's about priority. It's about how God sees it. It's about getting it right, in the right order. If our head is in that place where we're saying, thank you, Lord, for all you give. If we're aware we're we're included if you know I'm, I'm, I'm part of the team, if I know I'm loved, if I know I was chosen, if I know, then it's enough. Because we can be confident that everything else will be added. So the challenge is to realize, one, how very much we've been given, and to receive that gratefully and wholeheartedly. Secondly, these other things, and yet, let me say, I do know that some of them in your life are massive. But by comparison with God's blessings, as we've seen that it's in that box, they are less significant. Yep, they are. They are. I wonder if you can confess that yourself. But God's blessings... As we've looked at, the fact that we're chosen, adopted, loved, forgiven, included. That's more important to me than anything else in my life. If you can say that, in the midst of everything else you're going through, I promise you that that is how God wants you to live. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things. You can say other, but these things will be be added. If we truly grasp the enormity of his blessings then we would trust him for all the other stuff. Gratitude for what God has given us is the hallmark of God's people. Not to be preoccupied with what we do not yet have. Trusting that as we ask him to bless us that he will give us what we need rather than what we want. And here's a question for you to wrestle with. Maybe you could do it in small groups this week. Here's a question. If God knows what we need is different to what we desperately want, but do not need, what is it that God should give us? So I say that again. It's quite a complicated sentence. If God knows what we need, but it's different to what we desperately want, but do not need, What is it that God should give us? Okay. I'll read it probably for a minute because I did it slightly different the second time. If what God knows we need is different to what I desperately want but do not need, what is it that God should give us? Let's stand together and pray, shall we? I want to pray. I was really pleased we had that time of ministry uh, earlier because, in a sense, it takes us to a place. I'd I'd like us all to to stand, and uh, I want to really ask you to get to a place where you can pray that prayer of Jabez, Oh, that you would bless me, oh God. Really, that's the only prayer of the morning out of what we've shared. Oh, that you would bless me, oh God. Father, we stand here, and there was a guy thousands of years ago, we don't know anything really about him. And he prayed this prayer. And, Lord, well, we want to join with him, really, and say, Oh Lord, my God, please bless us. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the blessings that you pour upon us, O Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.